0: Welcome to the Crown Jewel Preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by Michael Hamblett from What Culture and Mike Rafone from mm. What Culture to look ahead to this weekend's Crown Jewel Premium Live event. Hamblett, let's not waste any time. Let's dive straight into it. Looking forward to a match that we've been uh, anticipating for quite some time now: Rey Mysterio versus Logan Paul for the United States Championship.
1: Yeah, um, I think the title change is coming here. Yeah. You know? uh, they've reintroduced Logan Paul's Power of the Punch. Uh, Alliteration my esteemed colleague Michael Sidrick would hate, but they love it, and as they should, it's this thing that Logan Paul has in his locker that, even though he no longer lives in that celebrity realm, Mm -hmm. and he can be considered credible, and he's had more than enough matches now that make you realise he can absolutely hang in the ring, he's got this one weapon that is so lethal that if you, for example, last year gave him Roman Reigns, he would still stand a chance. Uh, Rey Mysterio is a sort of perfect babyface for mm. Logan Paul because Logan Paul's detestable. <laughs> That's uh, and 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 then we get onto his character in wrestling. Uh, he's a pretty amazing heel because yeah. he's just himself turned up to eleven. And there aren't many babyfaces in wrestling more earnest and those that you're just willing to fight for, quite like Rey Mysterio. Which is why they're basically doing the dominant Mysterio angle all over again with Santos Escobar every week. Yes, we continue to get uh, dragged along. By uh, no, not dragged along, like we joyously skip along with oh. this story of not uh, if Santos is going to turn, but when. Mm. I don't think it's going to be here, but I believe that Santos Escobar has just about made his peace with Ray being the US champion on the grounds that he gets a shot. Yes. When he accidentally screws up trying to help Ray. And leads to Logan Paul, like Ray suddenly finds himself exposed and open,
0: and then Logan clocks him and wins the title. Or tries to counteract maybe Jake Paul interference. He was involved last year, wasn't he? He was,
1: yeah. Um, Unannounced as well, so there's precedent for him just showing up. Yeah, You could absolutely have Santos try and fail to help, and then the resentment will continue to build. All he had to do was keep the belt, and I'd have got my shot, and then then who knows who would have won? I'm just asking questions, Yeah, but he's not going to get that chance, and the resentment is going to continue to build. And Logan Paul, look, the United States title is not Gunther's Intercontinental title, but all the belts are in better shape yes. under Triple H, this one included. And Logan Paul, in spite of what you think, adds obvious value like to WWE's presentation, yeah. to their reach, to all the things that they like. Him holding a title is probably something they've been wanting to do since day one. There mm. would have been a point where they'd have probably put a prime bottle on a spinner just to give him <laughs> a belt. So this is perfect for them. It's kind of perfect for the setting as well. Uh, he's a special attraction wrestler. I just I can't see Ray leaving with a belt. This feels like like not to lean into their verbiage. This is a golden opportunity for the company to strap Logan Paul kind of
0: risk-free. Yeah, and I feel like Logan Paul's someone who could hold that belt until a major babyface who I don't feel is going to necessarily get the victory on this show can take it off him, potentially even at WrestleMania next Mm. year, if they want to give it in for that one. But I agree. I think Logan Paul wins that one, leaves as United States champion. But I'm arguably more interested, like you say, in the Santos-Ray dynamic with the LWO. Uh, It feels a little bit weird as we move on to our next match to be booking Cody Rhodes so early on the card. Mm. But it will make sense later because he's facing Damian Priest.
1: Yeah. Uh, I think this one has, like, historical precedence more than anything to do with Cody Rhodes and Damian Priest. Look, Cody Cody Rhodes and Damian Priest is a... um, a Judgment Day versus All the Raw baby faces match. You could get this every week on Raw. There are plenty of complaints that you are getting this every week on Raw. Mm-hmm. It's just in the form of various different singles and tags. But this one feels like it exists. Mostly to have Damien Priest there mm-hmm. and visible. Uh, I expect Cody Rose to win and feel as if he's tick, 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 dealt with the Judgment Day problem, but for Damien Priest to be busy elsewhere on the night. Uh, I like the idea of Damien Priest trying and failing to do it clean as well. Um, I really love this. I know stables that fight is Triple H's thing, but I quite like this Judgment Day one of Damien Priest starting to tire a little bit of Judgment Day business when he knows he could just sort of jump the queue. Mm-hmm. He could skip all this and he could let Rhea Ripley deal with the admin because he's got this fast track to the title in that purple briefcase. Um, And yeah, I think... Well, I. Yeah, I think it's happening at Crown Jewel. I think this cash is happening at Crown Jewel. Yeah, me too. So I think you have this go on very early. You have Damien Priest lose, but you create that rest time where you can forget he's there, but it keeps him fresh. Cody feels like job's done, and then just when he feels like he's dealt with a problem, oh Christ, now one of them's the world champion.
0: Yeah, I think, was it Edge fought Ric Flair, I think? DQ'd himself in the opener, yeah. Uh, I agree, I think Cody Rhodes wins, but... Slightly different. I think there will be an attempt at interference, not by JD McDonough, who we should say is losing to Sami Zayn on the kickoff show. Yeah, um, but by Dominic Mysterio, because it's Dominic Mysterio. But who could come to Cody Rhodes' aid? Cristiano Ronaldo. Is it, has he been announced? Apparently, well? they've they've wanted to get him there. He was at the boxing uh, last weekend. So where are we booking
1: Eminem on the card then? <laughs>
0: Like, I just thought I'd put something fun. and Maybe we can put uh, Cristiano Ronaldo raising Cody Rhodes' hand in the thumbnail.
1: Let let no, there's a lot of things to hate about this show already that we're not going to preview because it's not on the frigging Wikipedia page. I do not wish to include Cristiano Ronaldo, this man, and all of this hideousness that is insidiously impacting my children. I can't get them to give it about Jack Clark. But like, oh, when's Cristiano Ronaldo going to... he's not, son. Just watch Sunderland. Tony Mowbray wouldn't pick Cristiano Ronaldo, so I'm not going to pick him for a frigging Crown Jewel show. Ronaldo's going to throw a football, just not
0: Dominic Mysterio's cack. That's my booking. Football to the groin. Yeah. We've reached the point where you're booking football hit, to the man groin. Man getting hit by football.
1: What does microphone think of Well, uh, Yeah, we what do you there? make
0: of all this? Cool. Yeah, he uh, would say that. He loves Ronaldo. <laughs> let's move on and talk about a must-win match that uh, Paul Heyman can, claims he can't win for John Cena. He's taken on Solo Sikoa. I
1: would advise everybody to uh, measure their expectations of this one. I love the stakes. I do genuinely. I love that. John Cena, somebody's gone on cage match and just double check this stat, which isn't impressive when you dig into it, but sounds it in a promo. If you go back and look, John Cena says, oh, Guys, I've won a singles match in like five years. And then you say to John, John, let me take your side. You've had three. That's all right. <laughs> But, like, it sounds impressive. It sounds like he's got this big monkey on his back that he wants to desperately get off and he wants to do it at Crown Jewel and he wants to help the good guys deal with the bloodline. I've really enjoyed Cena's run for that reason. Uh, but I would measure your expectations because I think, and I understand why this comparison's being made. I think a lot of people have got very, very happy memories of John Cena versus Umaga, And I like Solo yes. Siko But he's not Umaga, And this has not got that similar kind of... Energy. They had amazing chemistry together, those oh. two. Solo is was good. He's not Imaga. John Cena is good. He's not 2007 John Cena. So this has a, a lower quality ceiling than perhaps what WWE are billing it at. But I do like the idea of uh, Solo getting this win, if indeed he does. If mm-hmm. he beats John Cena and he sends him packing, uh, I think it's another... Another feather in his cap, another... You're you beating Solo every now and then now. LA Knight got a victory against him. Mm-hmm. Cody beat him just before WrestleMania. But how you keep him strong while beating him is with wins like this. Uh, but why I like the stakes is because there's just as much an argument to go the other way. Yeah. If Cena pins him, Roman Reigns is going to start to doubt Solo. And he's going to like think, do I have to just friggin' do everything around here? Like, that's even harder for me when I'm, after Crown Jewel reports are, I'm going to go back to the Island of Relevancy until 2024. Yes. Windmilling it instead of wrestling. So the last thing he wants is to think the bloodline is is doomed. Mm. But I like that. I like they've created it. But uh, yeah, I think, gut says Solo.
0: Yeah, I'm inclined to think Solo, like you say, especially if there's going to be no Roman Reigns, the bloodline presence, especially considering how Jimmy Uso is being right now, Yeah, uh, needs to be sort of solidified with him. But I can also see, like you say, Solo losing this one, And, um, Roman Reigns, the beginnings of the end of the bloodline in terms of, I think Roman Reigns eventually goes into WrestleMania 40 alone, potentially. Mm -hmm. Um, and who knows, maybe there's even a a four way for the world title at the rumble, for example, Jay, Jimmy, solo Roman, or or something along those lines. I maybe wouldn't do that necessarily because you don't want Jay and Jimmy to mix it up too much. Um, but, yeah, I, I can see this going either way. So just to keep things interesting, I want to say John Cena gets yeah. the victory here yeah. purely because they're in Saudi and, you know. Yeah, like a big sort of, It previously sort of didn't really count in canon. It does now, but. Yeah,
1: hustle loyalty respect in drone light show thing just for a
0: nice moment for whatever this particular yeah. celebration is. Yeah, um, yeah Great. Let's talk about uh, one of the women's world title matches. Uh, it is Io Sky defending against Bianca Belair for the WWE Women's Championship. Can Bianca Belair get her title back? No, but it's going to feel weird when she doesn't. It's all about out of nowhere. This yeah. I didn't think they were going to rush to
1: Bianca Belair getting a shot straight away. Um, I don't know if it's too obvious a path here for Bianca Belair, but is this the beginning of the end of her as a babyface? Because if you're going to mm. start, if you're going to start beating Bianca Belair, Uh, That babyface character, that EST, as we've seen in the past, can't really lose that often. When she works weekly television shows and she's not the champion, she doesn't feel anywhere near what she says she is. And babyfaces, in theory, shouldn't lie to you. Loads do, but they shouldn't, you know. yes, Uh, Especially not someone that's proven time after time that she is the EST. So I could see Damage Kataral screwing Bianca Belair here. Yeah. And her maybe trying to get a shot, her trying to team up with Charlotte, her trying to stay in the mix. And then gradually lead into a turn. The other option, of course, is that we are assuming that WWE are gonna give all of these matches finishes. Ah. I th- I thought we were out of the woods with this, and then just this week on Raw, the main event went to a DQ. So I could just as easily see uh damage Qatar running in, attacking Bianca. You assume that wrestlers that aren't advertised haven't travelled to these Saudi shows. So either Charlotte isn't there to make the save, and that's something they build on SmackDown. Like, now we're back in America. Like, everybody mm-hmm. here. Yeah. Um, but in the interim, I think uh, Sky at least leaves Saudi with the belt.
0: Yeah, I think one way or another she leaves as champion. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, I also like the idea of that massive ramp that they have. Charlotte having to run down that in heels. Well,
1: it should to be. But she'd be a second generation ramp runner because, of course, her father, Little Niche, did it at WrestleMania 24. Indeed. I, so.
0: Yeah, that, there's no way Bianca Belair leaves with the title here, unfortunately. But. No. I'm intrigued by the the booking of a beginnings of a heel Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now we all carry around different stresses. They can be. a try it's entirely online designed to be convenient flexible and best of all suited to your schedule get it off your chest with better help visit betterhelp.com slash today to get 10 percent off your first month that's better help pcom slash and speaking of which, the World Heavyweight Championship is on the line. Someone who we've suddenly become fascinated in mm. uh, with the potential of a heel turn, Drew McIntyre, challenging Seth freaking Rollins.
1: Love this. Love uh, the Drew McIntyre character for, if you listen to the Raw reviews, I already watch them on YouTube. We'll go yeah. into like, longer form in, like detail on why we love this Drew character. But it does factor in here. He is a guy who... Uh, has used Jey Uso coming to Raw to express his frustrations of everything that's happened to him over the last three years. Seth Rollins, rightfully so, kind of flagged, Worst things happened in 2020, Drew. Yeah. And that just kind of, again, gave Drew all that ammo where he's, when the official turn happens, if it hasn't already, he's going to have all of these, like, really, really tight and well-thought-through yeah. explanations Justified as to why. in his own mind, yeah. Yeah, why he's turned and yet he's still going to come across as the heel. And I think this is a real pivot point for this story because he said he thinks Seth is weak, he's got his bad back, that Nakamura is softening up. The Judgment Day have uh, offered their services to both, and we can fairly safely assume that Seth is telling the truth and he's not accepted the services, but I fully expect them to be there anyway mm-hmm. just to stir the pot. Drew will lose clean, but he will blame the Judgment Day. He will no longer have an excuse for losing, this was the chance. Big crowd, big opportunity. You you can't. Right, what are you complain about? How'd you go? Right, and he's going to lose nonetheless. But the Judgment Day going to be there. They're going to, I would imagine, distract Drew without like overtly helping Seth. Mm-hmm. It'll be some sort of thing where they'll just be ringside and well, Drew, Seth will be barely standing because his back's been taken out. Yeah, he's selling Drew's like you know. I said I didn't <laughs> want you, but yeah, anyway. And then like a Rhea Ripley will slide a belt in, mm-hmm. and Drew will look like he's reaching for it. But miss it, and then it's.
0: Are you working with whatever? Seth wins. Then they done a shot spot of that recently, where someone was bending down, and they get hit with a stomp by Seth Rollins. Oh my god!
1: That's why it is like slide the belt in, stomp on the belt. Did Seth accept the help? No, of course he didn't, because here's Damian Priest with the briefcase. So the Judgment Day all happen to be out there. Rhea's got a look of. Uh, this wasn't in the script, but yeah, I guess it's happening. Damien Priest cashes in on Seth Rollins, wins the title. Seth Rollins is laid out. The Judgment Day are buzzing. Of course they are. Like, it's this big moment. But you can see Finn Balor's not best pleased. Uh, JD McDonough's like, yay! need <laughs> to be accepted. Yeah, Dominic is doing what is telling him to do, and she's like, we go with it now. Let's hmm. celebrate. Finn's pretty pissed off. Seth is laid out. And yet again, the camera lingers on Drew McIntyre, the kind of forgotten man, the screwed
0: man in all of this. And and on we go. I agree. I think uh, both those things are going to happen. Drew McIntyre, the catalyst for his heel turn, will be sort of crystallized in Mm. this match or in the aftermath of this match. Um, And I still think Seth Rollins is, despite that, not leaving with the world title because it's just too perfect. And the way they said, you know, when Seth challenged him on Raw this week and said, you know, come at me. And Damien Priest literally said, be careful what you wish for. Yep. And the, I love the dynamic that he's already had a match, mm-hmm. Damien Priest. So there's an element of babyface to it. Yeah,
1: he's going gonna to look hard working even though he's taking the shortcut.
0: Yeah, and I think when you sell out a show, you, you know, fans turn up expecting big things to happen. Yep. But enough about the Dadly Boys on tour. Uh, it's already sold out. Uh, uh, uh. Mosaic Tap, 21st of November. So excited for that show. Yeah. this I, show. This show.
1: Just, I can see our producer Adam Nicholas putting the thing on. Her. I can see the big red sword out going across yeah. the floor. It
0: feels good. Feels, feels good. A crown jewel that out as well. But, uh, um, yeah. Let's talk about the five-way uh, for the um, Women's World Championship. Rhea Ripley defending against Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, Zoe Stark, and Raquel Rodriguez. A lot of potential to lose the dial here.
1: Uh, yeah. Potential.
0: But where the potential ever get
1: you? Yeah. Not to win in the belt. Rhea Ripley's retaining. Uh, you know, you know. Uh, Ray Ripley's not defending the belt loads this year, and Becky pointed that out. Yeah, that's not great. But this has been the best the Raw women's division has been, I think, since she's won the belt. And we've kind of got to begrudgingly give a bit of credit to Nia Jax for this. Yes. there has been. She's kind of been a um, agent of chaos. And there's been multiple little strands. The Raquel Rodriguez stuff was off the back of Nia Jax returning. Rhea Ripley has been more than happy to just watch them all fight. But she's been put on the injured list by Nia Jax when she first returned. Shayna Baszler and Zoe Stark looked like the two favorites, the next in line people. And they have now thought, oh, this wasn't in the script. I guess we're going to have to try and fight this as well. So I do quite like this as far as 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 the rich history of title matches uh, uh, and multi-women matches go. This is one (laughs) of the better ones. Uh, But Rhea retains, yeah. I think if we're getting the Damien Priest cash in, I think you want to have as many belts out there as possible. You want all to seemingly be well in the judgment day. When are we going to get purple balloons on Raw? Because I'm still waiting. (laughs) Um, They should all be looking, like, strapped up in all their glory.
0: I agree, Rhea retains. Who do you think eats the pin? Raquel. Yeah, me Uh, too. She's going to turn again soon, isn't she? I
1: think so. Like, unless Liv Morgan's back from injury and they get going again as a Uh, tag team, which I did like. But um, Still, you can eat a
0: pinfall because you're switching to the tag sh- division, I suppose. And like
1: Rhea's beating her as well. She could beat Raquel here after Raquel's taken, um, like the so she say she's taking the bonsai off, um, Nia Jax, and then Rhea comes in and just shoves Nia Jax the floor and gets. I there. was going
0: to say I think Nia does most of the heavy lifting in this match, yep. and I think that maybe is a catalyst for Rhea Ripley deciding you can have a title shot down the road, Nia but in the interim, can you help us out with war games? Ah, I do quite like that, yeah. And who on earth do you have to counteract someone with the, the dominance of Nia Jax? A debuting Jade Cargill. Whoa. I'm getting ahead of myself. We're talking about Crown Jewel, not Survivor Series. We're very excited about Survivor so. I'm, oh. I'm proper excited about Survivor Series. Yes. Yeah. Uh, finally, just the small matter of the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. It is the champ, Roman Reigns, facing one of the most over guys in the industry right now. I'm talking about LA Knight. I'm not sure if you could understand what I'm saying there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, He's just fallen short, isn't he? Just.
1: Just. uh, I've loved this build. Like, you have to go all in on an LA Knight right now. Yes. said it a million times. I'm kind of bored of saying it, but it's because I still can't form my completed thoughts on it. I don't know what LA Knight's ceiling is. I don't. He's so over, but he... (laughs) Never really has the matches that reward how much you love him when he's talking. That's a problem that in 2023 does need to be addressed. Well, gone past the is where you can just talk and talk and talk and then grab a headlock and win with your finisher. Unfortunately, uh, and when I if and when LA Knight wins a singles title that isn't the world title, it's going to feel a little bit like that's your level. That's what's going to happen if he becomes U.S. champion and kind of tries to pretend that it's the the big one. You know, as which we well alluding to. Yeah. Yeah. it's going to be a great moment, but. That's going to let you know that Ellie Knight lives there forever Mm. and he can't really get. So this does feel all or nothing um, for Ellie Knight, but what a great way to get nothing. Genuinely, what a great way to have your big moment. This is going to feel huge. The near falls are going to kick ass because Roman's fantastic at them anyway. His selling of the blunt force uh, trauma on SmackDown was fantastic, so I will totally believe that he's going to want to do all of his escape tricks. Uh, I think this is Jimmy Uso's big night. Yes! We've been watching two months of this. I'll be honest, fabulous clown, make a mess of everything. Mm-hmm. And Roman's going to give him his. You
0: not me on the podcast,
1: though. What do you think of Jimmy Uso? Roman's going to give him a very clear instruction. But when that fails, Jimmy Uso's going to run the play. And that's what's going to help Roman retain. It's going to be one of those very bloodline finishes where LA Knight's got him beat, and then there's a referee pulled out, and then there's a chair, and he's dealt with Solo, whatever, or, I don't know, Cody or Jay. Maybe
0: Solo loses, and Roman's like, why would I want you out there? Why would I want a loser with me?
1: Great. Yeah, I'll take that, because... Ideally, you want La Knight to seemingly look like he's got everything taken care of. Only for of all people, Jimmy, friggin' who so? But I beat you. You're mm. rubbish. Like him to be the distance maker <laughs> for Roman and Roman. Uh, again, we keep going back to this. But for Roman, to have no choice to be like. Uh, I, I acknowledge it. Hold on,
0: oh, and then just I like, like the move SmackDown on. afterwards. Yeah, yeah, that,
1: like he's. He's not going to wrestle, but that doesn't mean he's not going to appear, I would assume. And, yeah, Roman will win. film
0: something in Saudi before he heads off to the island. Uh, yeah. uh,
1: before you go, before you get on your plane. Well, Vincent Mann can start a row and he can cut the promo on the plane. <laughs> well, a few, couple of days on tarmac. Uh, I, the, the LA night moment has been really exciting. And I'm glad that they've followed it all the way through to him winning the title. Yeah. And I would even say that you can still have him in the babyface team of war games and keep him at that, like, well, guess I'll have to win the Rumble then. You know, people have lost title shots and been able to stay, not like world title hot, but pretty hot. And Mm -hmm. I think LA Knight's got the capabilities, but he falls short. I have no worries about the quality of this match, oddly enough. LA Knight has he's very mid, like slightly overthought for his skill level TV matches. But if you watch Roman Reigns' main events in 2023... So little happens, yes. and yet the drama is out the air. Money like in the Bank was
0: incredibly slow for the first 20 minutes in the main event, and yeah. then the last 10, 15... They kind of
1: ask you to, like, basically a Roman Reigns match at this point is, where's this going? And then Will Smith shows up with the Neuralizer from Men in Black. <laughs> you forget all of that, and then there's just this electrifying last five minutes where it yeah. can seemingly go either way, and a thousand-plus day title reign could come to an end, mm. and...
0: You know, they've earned that to a point. Like you say, I'll bite on her blunt force trauma. I don't think he's leaving with the title, but I do like the idea of Roman Reigns. Yeah, very slow-paced, as he always is with these titles, and always with interference, and I love it regardless. Um, Realising I've tried the Superman punch, I've tried the spear, I've tried the, like, choke guillotine or whatever. Mm. I can't put him down. I guess I'm going to have to go to the top rope, and that's when LA Knight does his big jump to the top rope, so was like huge oh, pat yeah. bit. There's your for Jimmy, so... In the big finish,
1: you know, like how Cody got got with the Simone Spike Mm to set up for the last spear. Uh, Jimmy Uso hits LA Knight in the throat with a microphone. His biggest weapon taken away from him at the last.
0: On that note, uh, let us know your thoughts ahead of Crown Jewel this weekend in the comment section or on X at WhatCultureWWE. Actually, you can follow both of us. You can follow Michael Hanfler at... Michael Hamlet. You follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture, WWE, What Culture Wrestling Podcast, wherever you get your podcast from. Uh, but for now, my thanks to Michael Hamlet. Thank you for joining us. Enjoy Crown Jewel, and we'll see you soon.
1: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweaters starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a b and with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter.